Hey, what's going on, Rooftop Nation? Welcome to The Importance of Journaling. This is gonna be a two-part uh, series that we're gonna talk about a ritual that can really help you in how you lead yourself and how you lead other people. You know, we live in a time of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, crowded markets, and ambiguity. The people around us are disengaged, distracted, and frankly, there's a lot of distrust. And as you lead yourself, you're dealing with that, uh, that level of self-sabotage that Stephen Pressfield, best-selling author, calls resistance. All of those things conspire to make this a really, really challenging time to lead people who are reluctant to follow, which is you know, a hallmark component of rooftop leadership. So journaling is one of those things that can help you show up in a way for yourself that uh, you otherwise probably wouldn't. It's a way to crystallize knowledge. It's a way to get clear on things that happened in your day that were highs and lows, best practices, wins, to put your gratitude into action. It is a, an important component of operationalizing all of the stuff that's going on in here and in here. Like if I were gonna give a definition to journaling, that's really it. It is operationalizing the mental and emotional aspects of your day into a process that can be implemented for the next day, right? And it really does work. Now, I started journaling. The way I started journaling, I was getting ready to go to Afghanistan for my first deployment. I was a major at the time. And my dad, who was a longtime career forest firefighter, he said, Scott, are you going to journal when you get over there? And, I, you know, it's one of those dad questions. You're like, uh, maybe? And he said, you know, you really should. And he got really somber and really quiet. He was cleaning a piece of furniture, an antique furniture, and he stopped and he said, you know, I fought fire for nearly four decades. And, you know, I saw the Yellowstone fire, the Biscuit fire. I met commanders in chief. He goes, but you know, I wrote none of it down. And I would just give anything if I had journaled. And here, now this is the guy who was my, you know, tactical hero. And I could feel and hear the resonance of the regret and the remorse in his voice at not journaling. And it just, I don't know, maybe it was because I was getting ready to go on a combat tour. It, it landed with me. And so I made a decision right then and there that I was going to journal and I made a commitment to do it. So um, I'm bending over here to show you different kind of journals. So I started off with a very basic journal. It was a three subject notebook and uh, I put the date on it when the journal was going to be. And I recorded uh, wheels up out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Pope Air Force Base, and I wrote every day after that. And I quickly ran out of pages here, and I had to get another three-subject notebook. But there's pages in here with blood on them. There's pages in here with dirt. There's pages in here that uh, the line goes out where I fell asleep as I was journaling. But I did journal every day. I journaled when I lost friends. I journaled when I lost soldiers. I journaled when I made mistakes. I journaled when there were small victories. But I journaled every single day. And what I found was that it really helped me get a sense of myself. It helped me understand where I was going. Um, and it helped me see clearly through some of the ambiguity, the lessons that I needed to take into the next day. I didn't really have a process to it. It was mostly just narrative journaling about what happened that day, what was important and what was coming up. But over time, I gained a process for it. When I got home, I deployed again almost within months and I did it again. Um, now, fast forward a couple of years, it's time to retire and write my book, Game Changers. 
going local to defeat violent extremists. And I wanted to take a different approach. I wanted to use stories and narratives and examples and bring emotion, uh, a heightened sense of detail and context into you know what could be a fairly complex topic. Guess where I went? My journals. All of the things that I needed were in there. Uh, things where you know President Karzai had reached out to one of our teams doing village stability. The last words that one of my friends had spoken to me before uh, I said goodbye to him and he left this world. I mean, it was all in there and I was able to pull from it and really capitalize on what my father all those years prior had said. And I didn't have that remorse, I didn't have that regret. And what a gift. And it wasn't lost on me, so I kept journaling and I kept journaling and I kept filling these things up until finally I said, you know what? I need a new process, I need a new approach. And it was then that I was working with a guy named Bo Eason who was also journaling. And uh, he shared with me these two books right here. The Five Minute Journal and The Productivity Planner. Both great journals. If you're just starting out to journal, this one is fantastic. It literally, you open it up, and on the left side, it takes you five minutes to fill out what you're grateful for, uh, what would make the day great, and daily affirmations. Like, you know, I'm a loving husband and father. Um, I am a storyteller, right? You know, just an affirmation right there. And then in the shaded area, that's the evening journaling. You come home in the evening, you sit down, you write three amazing things that happened to you today and how you could have made the day better. Close it and you're done, right? It's got a quote at the top. You write the, record the date in there and it gets you in that habit of journaling. It takes 45 days to build a habit, to build new neural pathways in the brain according to Dr. Loretta Broning. Broning and this uh, five minute journal is a great way to start building the habit of journaling. A companion to this is the productivity planner. I love this because it builds on the five minute journal in the sense that it lets you do weekly planning and then you can go into your daily planning. It starts with what the most important item of the day is, and then in 30 minute increments, you block out what you think it would be and then record what it actually was. Then you have secondary tasks of a performance, one, two, and three, and then notes down there at the bottom, and then one through 10, what was your productivity score for the day? That's it. And then you just correspond it back to what you said was important for the week. This plus this, 10 minutes a day. I mean, it's fantastic, and it will really dial you in, not only make you more cognizant of yourself, but make you more effective in how you go about your day. A step up from these is the journal that I use now, and it's called the Best Self Journal. Um, I'm not paid or endorsed by any of these companies. I'm just telling you what works for me. I love the Best Self Journal because it works off of 13-week stretch goals. Now, it's pretty advanced, and you've got to be committed to it. You record your 13-week stretch goals right here, three of them, and then it also lets you track your habits. How cool is that? You can actually write your rituals, uh, push-ups, pulse exhalations, water in the morning, and I record them right here each day of the month. And I can actually track every Sunday how I did on my habit tracker. This is a great way to build battle rhythm. Super, super strong. Uh, and then uh, it lets you plan out your week, and then it gets into the day. Timeline on the left, gratitude up here in the top for the morning, um, what will make the day great. And then over here, you can just record whatever you want. I use the heck out of these. I've probably gone through, and I'm not even kidding you, 15 of those, of these things over the last several years. They're fantastic. And again, they work in 13 week increments, which is about the right amount of time for stretch goals in this day and age. Um, and then finally, the last couple of journals that I'll talk about are narrative journals. You remember how I talked about in the beginning where I just, I, I wrote in a three subject notebook? 
Um, what I've landed on now is I use my best self journal and I, you know, I, I journal about my, my week, I journal about my day, uh, and I kind of look, you know, I do it in the morning and the evening. And in the morning, I also, I just write in narrative fashion. I just, uh, this is a, one of these little leather bound things, but I just open it up. I wrote, write the day, I write the time, uh, I write the location where I am, and I just journal for three or four minutes. I just write on what I'm feeling, uh, what's going on in my life, what I'm worried about, what I'm thinking about, stuff that is kind of hard to capture in here, but I can crystallize my thoughts in narrative. Here's another version of it, just a sketch pad. But this is a really good companion as you get more advanced with journaling to go with this one. What's the payoff? Again, this is gonna help you get a better sense of yourself. It's gonna help you focus on what really matters in life. And it's also gonna help you be more efficient in how you, how you execute those big tasks for your day. Journaling is huge. The tools that you use to journal are a big part of that. I hope this helps in some small way. If it did, don't forget to share it with somebody that can benefit from it, from the sharing it. And uh, thanks for what you do, and we'll see you on the rooftop.